space, you need to have, find the right people who can give you that constructive criticism of saying like, okay, that joke, you know, the timing didn't work, or you know, you, you can work on that one. This film puts me in a vulnerable, vulnerable position because you're seeing me not do great at comedy, right? Do okay at comedy. <laughs> The only way to, to get good at stand-up is to get up. Now, now there's somewhat of a self-conscious um, feeling of being like the old guy in the comedy club. I want to ask you about that. How do you write a, how do you, do you sit down and literally put stuff on paper? Uh, or is it like recording into a device or well, in front of a mirror? Everyone has a different style. Um, because of my schedule, uh -huh. not having all the free time in the world to do those kind of things. I, and also I'm more creative at night because I'm a night person, so. A lot of creative people are. Generally at night, around like nine, 10 o'clock, when I, I, I've done all, done all the chores, I'll sit down and I will, I'll work. And that takes different forms. A lot of times I'm working off of a few notes I've, had, I've made over the, like the last, since the last time. Sometimes I'm just like, literally like, I have the showcase coming up, so I'm going to build a set. So here's like my living document of jokes. Okay. Is there anything that I really like from here? It's like something that's absurd and how do I make it more absurd or something that's relatively normal. Because right now I'm just in a mode, like I want to go to all the different open mics and see which ones I like and see which ones have a, you know, have a space that I like to work, to work at. Work at? Work at? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you call it. I don't know all the comedy lingo yet because I'm so green. But I just think it's funny that you didn't mention how incredibly young you look. Like, I would never have ever guessed in a minute that you were 36 years old. I would, I've, I would be like, I mean, my vision's going a little bit because I'm old too, but, but I would be like maybe 26, maybe 25, but you look so young. So it's just funny that I would mention that. Folks, I know I look like I should be studying for finals, but I'm actually 36 years old. No I have a wife and a child. brag. <coughs> And I gotta tell you, you're never gonna know if a joke's good if you only tell it once. That's true. You're never gonna know. That's true. I know I look like I should be studying for finals right now. <laughs> I'm actually 36 years old. <laughs> wow, thanks for the reaction. That's great. <laughs> I have a wife and a child. <coughs> Brag. <laughs> to be honest with a viewer is to, is to at some point show what it's like to rehearse. And it's like to see, yeah, like it, it's not easy to just go up there and tell three minutes of jokes. Um, and the thing is like professionals make it look super easy. You watch a professional, they just look, they're just chit-chatting. It doesn't seem like it's something that's rehearsed, it doesn't seem like something that's difficult. I've been told that I look like I should be in the cast of It Chapter One. <laughs> truth is I should be in the cast of It Chapter 2, because unfortunately I am 36 years old. <laughs> well, I know something in this is funny, but I can't exactly figure it out, so I'll just keep doing it. And then at some point I'm like, oh, I should add this in, and then I do that and it works better. And then the joke is done, although I don't know if a joke is ever really finished. Even though I look like I should be in the cast of It Chapter 1, <laughs> I'm actually old enough to be in the cast of It Chapter 2, because I am 36 years old. I get ID'd everywhere I go. Because I have had, and every comedian has had the experience where I'm like, oh my god, I wrote the world's best joke and this is gonna murder. And then you get on stage and it's like, crickets. Oh. <laughs> and you just, you can't.
We're working it out here at Mutiny Radio for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020. We're going to be screening the movie This Is Your Laugh, written, directed, and starring Chris Holstein, documentary filmmaker, stand-up comedian, dad. What doesn't he do? Come on. <laughs> Work it. Yeah, well, no, I mean, it's just the, the radio's on. The radio's always on, and uh, so we're just, you know, doing it live. Coming up uh, on For Everybody I Listening, am, it's Sounds from the Street. We'll be there quickly. I look. <laughs> I know. Yeah, a little bit. I it's okay. A, Don't worry about I'm it. A wife and a kid. I've been married for over six years now. Six years. That is crazy. Who gets married right after they graduate from middle school? Right after they graduate from middle school. The tongue. Right after they graduate from middle school. Ah. Well, here's what happens. We need the opposite. But educated, because normal people sit on the couch and they see a special on Netflix and like, and it looks easy. But they don't. You don't see the work that goes into how you get to that point. You don't see them like toiling. You don't see them like, you know, getting over the nervousness and making it look casual. It's just like anything. Like when you're really good at it, it looks easy. Um, I don't want to brag, but I am much older than I look. All right, I have a wife and a kid. I've been married for over six years now. Six years. That is crazy, right? Who gets married right after they graduate from middle school? Who does that? A little more about me. Uh, I am much older than I look. I have a wife and a kid. I tricked a woman into marrying me, yes. And uh, we've been married for almost seven years now. Seven years. That's crazy. Who gets married right after they graduate from middle school? Who does that? And then it's like crickets. And my wife and I have been married for over five years now. Yeah, whoa, thank you. People love marriage. Uh, we're at that point in our relationship where all the magic is dried up into a condensed ball of resentment that we hide under the bathroom sink. Nah. <laughs> my therapist suggests that sometimes you know, fantasy can rekindle the romance, so uh, we talked about it. We said, let's have a fantasy-fueled weekend. So, uh, my sister picks our kid up on Friday night, and on Saturday, we had a good night's sleep, and on Saturday morning, we woke up, just the two of us, for the first time in years, and we looked at each other, and we didn't leave the bed the entire day. We went hardcore and watched the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy. Fantasy. And it worked. After it was over, we both still really loved the Lord of the Rings and magic. But yeah, like one of the jokes I, I did in my last set was the um, uh, my wife and I have been married for seven years joke that I, I've been doing. That's probably one of the oldest jokes I've been running. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, how do I talk about my marriage without being cliche, without saying like the usual, like, oh, my wife doesn't do this for me or anything like that. Um, because for me, when I write comedy, it's like it's like 75 percent non nonfiction. <laughs> Um, I haven't got to a point where I can literally just make up a story. Um, and so, so everything I'm presenting, there's a lot of truth to. And I'm, I'm doing that on purpose so that I can kind of address and figure out who I am. Um, but it's a joke that has continued to kind of slowly evolve over time. You know, the first few times I performed it, it was very rough. Kick them into game. Personal obstacle. June 20th. Just because I'm I do. That was our first interview with a professional comedian. I introduce myself and like whenever the hell I want in the future, 
I was like, you know what? I'm going to do five minutes. I got a free night. Just be ready. Right. Whatever's coming at you, make sure you're ready for it. Okay. And then, you know, if you're ready for it, it can really propel you. I mean, it definitely seems like there's no predictability because you can't count on success. That's right. You, but you, I mean, you have, you have to aim for it. That's right. It's, it's like at this point, it's your time is going to be better spent on stage than planning to be on stage. Okay. So just put in the time at the open mics. I haven't held a single job for more than two years. I'm not going to make it at this for five. Jesus Christ. Yeah, definitely in social settings, I, I'm way more uncomfortable and awkward and um, more willing to just kind of be in the corner listening or, or just watching or just keeping to myself. Because you know, when you're starting out, it's... You're, you're literally begging people to come to your shows and you're, you're emailing people and you're having to kind of uh, supplicate yourself to people. Like, please, please, please. I need like two more people to come so that they'll give me time on stage. I like talking to other comedians, but I don't necessarily give myself a lot of room to talk to other comedians. Um, part, of, part of it's like, you know, I'm the new guy in the room and, it's, and I've never been that kind of person to just walk up and introduce myself and, and try to make friends. Because I was going to mics and like, I wasn't meeting people. I wasn't even talking to anybody. I felt very self-conscious. And it's rough because you want to you wanna go to a venue and you want to perform and you want to support other comedians. But what I've noticed is if you're doing three, four sets a night, you can't stay for the whole show. You do your set and then you, you get out because you got to go to the next venue. And you don't want to get to stick around to see other comedians. So you, you potentially miss out on seeing a good comedian. You miss out on you know, building that social network. So a lot of times there's people who I like, I like, but then I watch them and then they have to leave before I get to perform. And there's like a thing, it's kind of like, a, it's like, a, oh, I, I wonder if they'd seen me perform, if they would have uh, liked seeing me. I have no idea. It's like a weird, <laughs> it's like a weird, like, maybe we could be friends sort of situation. I, I think my experience is very different from a lot of other people's experiences, honestly. I like their jokes and I like seeing like their structures and, you know, when I can see the work that they put into doing a set, you know, I wonder if my appreciation of them is reciprocal. And if they see the work that I do when I perform my jokes. I find it hard to believe that comedians would just be up there and not be concerned about what people think about them, right? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how you go up there and say, I'm just gonna say what I want, and if nobody laughs, it's cool, and I'll just keep doing the same thing, right? Like, that doesn't, I don't think that works. Believe me, that is not your priority in the first two years of stand-up. You don't want to be seen. You don't. And that, this has happened to me. Okay. Where I've had a bad set in front of the wrong booker, and then that booker never wanted to see me again. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because first impressions are huge. Sure. You know, so they get you, they give you, they, you get an impression that someone is green, and then you're always thinking they're green. I feel like I need to, to a degree, ingratiate myself to the comedy community, you know, in the Bay Area. It doesn't matter where you start. It just matters that you are consistent. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm a little worried about San Francisco. Just... San Francisco has a great comedy scene. It has a comedy scene. It's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a little, it can be a little, I mean. Yeah. Like I mean, there are better places to start. Yeah. That's and, definitely true. And when you're young and unattached. Yes. Why not? Yes. Why not move to LA, New York? Mm -hmm. The Bay Area comedy is like the breakfast club, okay? Muni Radio is like the Ali Sheedy of comedy, all right? <laughs> and some other places are more like the Molly Ringwald of comedy, 
All right, and let's let's just be very clear. Ali Sheedy is going to give you anal. <laughs> yeah, I think you can get a lot of stage time, and it's a very diverse group of comedians too. Um, so you get to see a lot of different types of comedy, different types of people doing comedy. Of the it's years. San Francisco. We, you San can't, Francisco, you right? can't be, you can't ever be famous in San Francisco. Look at Ali Wong. Yeah. She used to be at the Brainwash. That's right. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And what did she do? She, she moved, moved to LA. LA. And look at Kate Willett. She was here with all of us. Uh, and now what is she doing? She moved to LA. She's in New York. She's doing New York in LA. She's had a Netflix special and you know, God bless her. She came, it, it isn't, it isn't that people in San Francisco aren't good. It's right. that you go to LA or New York to be famous. You don't, you learn in San Francisco and then you go to the other places to quote unquote, get discovered. I will say this, you know, all the young comedians that are out there five nights a week doing their, doing the material and yeah, it may not be the best material, but they are committed to doing this. They, they understand that you have to be committed and you have to get, put yourself out there to get it done. Right. And those comedians will probably go far, like if they stick to it. Right. If I'm not able to get out to more open mics, then I'm not able to practice as much. So I don't want to pack my schedule with showcases of material that's, uh, you know, not, not well proven. I, kinda, I guess I have more questions because this is, I mean, you said you've been doing this, what, four months? Five April, months? yeah. Yeah, mid-April. Okay. I started here. Yeah, four months. And how many sets have you done that you up on a stage now? Um, it's probably like 30, 30 plus. It's not, I mean, it's really not that many. Like two to three a week at best. Definitely been short on free time. Uh, I've been driving myself to set up more gigs and uh, write more jokes and write different jokes and just try to expand my, uh, my a toolbox that I need to be a comedian. And it's the more you do, the better you'll be. And it's when people sit back on their laurels and go like, well, you know, now that I've been at the punchline this many times, or now that I've been part of Hella Funny, or now that I get booked every week, they just stop grinding. And it's like, hmm. well, then you're not gonna, you're not gonna get better. You're just gonna, status quo. You know, it's really easy to get burned out. Yeah. And, you know, people doing it five, six, seven, eight times a week, you know, doing multiple mics in a night. So I've just been trying to balance it. You know, it's, it's a hustle and it's, it's stressful and it's a significant, like, logistical nightmare uh, aspect of, of doing comedy. You, you always have to practice yeah. and every time you practice, I mean, suffering is experience. <laughs> yeah. Experience is knowledge. I mean, you can't truly have knowledge unless you've experienced it. These are all, you know, philosophical quotes, but that's it. Like, you just have to keep doing it and doing it and sure. doing it and doing it. You, you can't, you can't be so, it can't be so much of a roller coaster that every time you don't have a great set, every time you don't give a perfect set, you want to give up. Um, and that's, that's extreme. I can't.
could say It seems I'm glad I find your gun Shine with I Find Your Gun. One of the most inspiring uh, videos I'd seen. And then when it comes from a song that says, I find you're here. And I find you're gone. And it's got about an eight minute song altogether. But it was one of the more inspiring videos the way it was put together. So go, do yourself a favor, go check it out. Wolfsheim, uh, W O L F S H E I M, I think. And I find you're gone. They're from Germany. They're real cool. And that's kind of what I patterned this last song after. So, um,. Oh, you're not playing Creed, dude. Playing Creed. Oh, my God, he's going to play Creed. No, I'm not playing Creed. Oh, my God, you're so fired. That's it. I just had fucking wrong song. No, no, not okay. Not okay even to see that word. <laughs> no, it's a... 
Uh, what's, what's that song, uh, Everything Within My Arms? Uh, what song? I'm not really cured by, um... Uh, um, okay, go Ted Nugent Just, just goes cut to the chase. Ted Nugent? Yeah, Stranglehold. Do you know the song? All right, we'll just go on there. This has been a Ted Nugent Stranglehold uh, hour. And if you don't know this song, you have to hear this, dude. I mean, you like really are ripping. I got to really educate this guy. Seriously, it's just some serious riffing. This is Ted Nugent's Stranglehold. Oh, yeah. You know, no matter if this guy beats up women or, or eats a lot of animals. I don't think he beats up women at all. But he's like, he's kind of said some racial things. And I'll, I will preface it with that. But that don't mean shit compared to this riff. And it's just people like, you know, uh, there's a lot of, um, I'm not going to go to the race thing. I'm not going to go there. But everybody's got a lot of have everybody. So and uh, he just only, that's just said some comment that's just not politically correct. Ted Nugent. Stranglehold, baby. You gotta love this shit.
Yeah, Ted Nugent bringing it. Bringing it home. He's going to try to punch up this one song. We're going to close it out. Uh, thank you for listening. If you did, um, we'll be back next week with way more pop and pep in the step. What do you got here? Who is it? Who is it? Enjoy the science? Oh, Depeche Mode. Awesome. And he said Depeche. I say Depeche. We got Depeche happening here. Ted Nugent to Depeche. I think the first time in radio history the two bands were combined on one show. Do you know what I'm saying? Depeche Mode and Ted Nugent? That is, that is madness. That's a first. Yeah, that, that is a first. Thank you. Okay, let's, let's do it. Hey, you got your mic up. What song are we going to listen to? Enjoy the Silence by Depeche Mode. Enjoy that silence. Enjoy it.
Yes. Uh, I love it as much as I love a lot of things, including uh, pizza. <laughs> oh, there's my mic. I don't know. I'm doing five things at once. Look, he had to confuse the issue by actually continuing the show when we were trying to do a rap. But it's fine. Because, you know, that means I get to say other things to you guys about. You know, I want to I mention a little thing about this, the, that weird DNA testing they're doing with, uh, you know, they do, they're doing that thing where they said, if you care somebody, give the gift of, of your heritage. You know, that's the kind of thing where they're doing that thing where you give a, like either a jizz shot or a sperm sample or something, or, or like spit, you know, the thing is from your spit, right? Yeah, they do. They, you're not, you know. They do the, the cheek scraping is what they do. Cheek scraping? They, they're going to scrape my butt cheeks for... <laughs> yeah. No, they're not? No, no. The, the inside of your... your Are you sure? Don't you, you know my real dad. They take a swab and they swab your mouth. Your mouth. The okay, I know you've heard about this. You know anybody who's had this done? Yeah, my dad. And uh, do you, through him, you pretty much know it, so you don't have to have your cheeks scraped. I don't... I, you know, I can do my own. I want a girl to scrape uh, my cheek, I don't, I don't want a guy to scrape my cheek. I want a girl to do it. You, you don't want a guy to scrape your cheek? What, no, no, because it's just the guy scraping your cheek. Uh, if I, you have to ask that question, you'll never know. But you know, it's like, <laughs> like you know, like, gotta, you got to go. Well, I mean, I don't mind if a guy scrapes my cheeks, but I mean, it used to be like, you know, like when I have that, like kind of like you'd have that hernia test when you were a kid. You know, like they used to do this. I know there's people seeing this as madness. I'm, I know we went there. Yeah, I was, I was much more comfortable when I dropped my pants in front of a, a Harvard medical student. Yeah, and some guy with rubber gloves on. It was weird. No, it was a woman. No, but what about the guy? Well, I'm just saying, I understand your perspective, is what I'm you saying. Yeah, you feel my pain, right? I, feel you I mean, pain. it's like it was just weird. Look at this. I'm still trying to get this thing together. Yeah. And it's the end of the show, so I mean, that means we were a success today. But we're talking about prostate again. Sam's. <laughs> I give up. Today's one of those days. I give up. But we were talking about these kind of weird, like, tests that they're doing, right? They're kind of like saying, okay, we're going to scrape your thing. And what, what was your heritage? Did you find out? If you don't mind sharing, you don't have to tell people. Oh, what did I find out from my dad's DNA test? Yes, correct. I found out that I'm so many things that it's so many, it's so hard to list. Like I'm uh, Portuguese, Spanish, English, Italian, Welsh, um, like a few African tribes, a few native tribes. Um, so, th- so there's it, it, all this. There's all these. Um, there, there's, so there's all this information in your spit. Yeah, just so much. Or your cheek. Just Not your, your spit. Just in, in, in saliva. There's so much. So, so basically, is that heritage. like, why do they take it from the cheek instead of somewhere else? Do you know? Well, because you have you have a highest uh, concentration of uh, DNA of, in your mouth of cells in your mouth. Yeah. So that's just things like 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 you know when you're when you're smoking pole and shit, uh, you're really getting the highest concentration of their DNA on your DNA. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, that's how babies are made. Yeah. You can, yeah. <laughs> actually, I think they've done studies on couples like the long-term couples who have like uh, trace elements of their partner's DNA in their mouths because of that's just weird. I'm, I'm, that means we're morphing into each other. Is that a real no? I What's it is with this girl that I was dating? She had the biggest clit I was ever seen in my life. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying it wasn't just like it was monster clit, was it and like, she was falling. She's a big tiny chick. Was it like a doorbell? It was a door handle. No, it was more. I mean, it was. I, it wasn't really. I mean, come on. I mean, that's a little bit over it, but it was still cool. It was still cool. It was like a thumb or something, right? It was like a thumb. I was a thumb of a, of a toenail. Like you know, like a, on a foot. I was on a foot. It was like so, a weenus. What? Like your weenus? Not my weenus. My weenus is much. What? Do you, what you want? Do you want? Do you want to just you want to get a ruler? You we're, no, we're talking about an actual weenus, not a not a penis. No, weenus means. I, weenus is another word for penis. That's all. Is it? Yeah, I wasn't calling a woman penis because you thought it was a woman weenus. 
Dude, what are you trying to say there? You trying no, to you no, know, you no, let's no, do it? Just bust out your dick. Yeah, let's go. Aweenus, we're doing it. You guys gonna see it right now? I am not putting my dick out. Okay, yo, because he's he's shy, boy. No, this is your weenus right here. Oh, that, is that that's true? that's your fucking weenus. That's your weenus. Why? Where'd you hear that? That's your weenus. You don't know your fucking weenuses? This is your weenus. Look at it. This is my weenus. How do you know that? That's my weenus. Because I know it. This is you're making that up. Is. This is a weenus. Nobody who told you that. I'm gonna keep saying this is a weenus because this is what a weenus is. No, you're but you're lying. Ladies, this is my weenus. I hope you can deal with that. How did you find out it was a weenus? Is that a medical term? No, nah, it's like an elementary school term, dude. It's like they called you. They called that your weenus. Yeah, that's your weenus, dude. Nobody called it a weenus. It's my weenus, dude. I don't have a weenus though. You know, it's like I have. Yeah. I call it a weenus, which is just basically. <laughs> a, what are you trying to say? I'm saying. This, uh, but you, know, you got, you got it, like, that's it. That's it. We're busting out rollers is right this, now. Is this what her fucking clit looked like? Is it, did it look like that? No. No. Yeah, a little bit. A little, you know? a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so my weenus is a little bit like her clit. I'm not gonna start licking your fucking elbows. That's a I'm pretty large saying. clit. No, dude, it was it was monster. It was like that. You know, like that. it was like it was just like a, it was like a big puffy fat clit. And I was loved macking on. Where was I going with that anyway? Anyway, so she was she had which oh. We were at the uh, San Francisco. Uh, what's that place out by the um, the Golden Gate Bridge? You know what that thing's called again? What's that? The school, uh, the Exploratorium. Oh, the Exploratorium. Yeah, that place is cool. Yeah. So they had this thing where the art. She looked across from me, and I looked across from her, and our faces like merged into each other. It had that machine like that. Mm -hmm. It freaked me the fuck out. Okay, <laughs> I was like, because I just didn't like it. I didn't. I was, I was like, I didn't, it was my. It was like, you know, kind of felt like my my sphere. I hadn't grown to be the the the, uh, the grizzled veteran that I am today. That where I can just be like, if I did, that, I'd be like, ah, staring into the face of death. <laughs> Take me now, you know, like or just well, you ain't gonna get me. Whatever your statement have to say that. And I just really don't feel. Like I was there yet at that point. I just life. I just hadn't gotten to that point. Right. I was afraid of death. Not afraid of death. I just didn't want to think about it. And we're not going to think about it right now because we're doing the radio. So, so, so he's talking about weenuses, I guess. So she had a big clit, and people check their their TNA from not from their clit, but from the inside of their cheeks. Firstly, here's what I want to say yeah, on the air because this guy's confused me with his. I apologize. This is not NPR material, but in a way, NPR is way better. Way better. You know, like I was just thinking about uh, a lot of things the other night. I was doing this great monologue to myself. And um, I was just saying, because uh, you know, I really am a funny motherfucker. So I sit in there, like, you know, kind of in between playing my sets. I played some sets down in the studio where I played drums for like two hours. I played bass for like three hours. And it was like, that's just not, there's no exaggeration. That's like kind of what happened. I was really driven. But sometimes I was just like, oh, you know, so look at this thing over here, da da da. And you go, what? And you're like, what the fuck? Like you kind of go, well, what even is this happening out there? And so now they're taking these things where they're scraping your cheek and people are volunteering just like Facebook, just like MySpace before, where we're basically doing these social media things that gives them an immediate uh, personality profile of who we are. Yeah, and an extra breeding programs. Now they're taking the cheek stuff off your cheeks. They're going to put that in a cell. They can duplicate it. They're going to be everybody's either populating other planets with our DNA. Totally is. Or saving it in a, in a way that they can do it that humans, at least on the surface, have not have a way besides cryogenics and ways of keeping things alive through, through freezing them. That we can actually rebirth them in another time and some being will come out of that DNA without a mother or father. Or it could be like plot twist, like do this for us or we'll release your clone and he'll replace you and you won't have a life anymore. Ooh. 
Yeah, you either you do it or your clone's gonna do it, asshole. So I suggest you get, you know, what I mean, like, you ever, you ever seen that Simpsons one? Where, oh, well, no, it was actually filming a guy with Bitch Stewie. Like he cloned himself and he had this thing called Bitch Stewie. Bitch Stewie, I missed that one. No, you guys, yeah, so he's washing his back. He's Bitch Stewie washing his back, <laughs> and like he's doing his thing. But so wouldn't we all want a clone? But he has to be stupider than you. Or else he'll take over, you know? Oh, yeah, he has to be a dumb... You know, but then again, dumber doesn't necessarily mean, like, uh, less successful. You know, they could just be lucky. I know, think about Trump, right? I mean, you dumb as fuck, but... Uh He's, he was successful. You know, he died. one of my favorite part of the things he did was say, said, you know, everybody talks about this net. He goes, my father gave me a small loan, a million dollars, and I started my business. Went on a small loan. A, yeah, a small loan that he squandered. No, a small loan, a million bucks. Do you know how much a million bucks was worth when he was like 20 years old? Yeah. A lot more than it is today. Much more, yeah. So, like, the guy got to think about this guy's perspective is so warped. That letting a man like that run this country has got to be one of the, the most horrific, though not really that much worse than any of the rest of them, because they were all rich. The how much money that you have to spend to become the president of the United States is disgraceful. If people cannot get out there and just be a good man and say, I'm the right man for the job. And if they still have the audacity to ask for campaign donations. Yeah, they're totally rich. Yeah, fuckers. Totally rich. Like, look at the Bushes. They got money coming out their butts. Couldn't save them in the end. You see George Bush's face near his Then he had the stroke. And he was like, he was like, Egh! like it was like his face was in a permanent. Just, <laughs> dude, I swear to God, you have to see it. Look it up. George Bush near death. Uh, I think he's still alive, though, isn't he? Is that our next song? What? <laughs> George, George Bush was a sexy man. Barbara Bush has to be one of the most manly women I've ever seen in my life. The fact that he married her, probably at least 20 years older than him. Shows that everything was just, it's like kind of like Hollywood, the way you put people, put these things together. Families coming together that have money to make more money. To keep the dynasty going for the grandchildren. In some ways, you say, well, who gives a fuck my, grand, my, my grandchildren? I'm not a dad, so I don't understand this kind of like the genealogy thing of wanting their thing to go on. And that pride and that feeling of going, fuck the world. I made a fortune, and even my fucking grandchildren are assholes and drug addicts. I still want them to have the money as opposed to somebody else. Yeah, well, you know, that's self-preservation right there. That's just like... You know. Is it something? I mean, they kind of... And they probably do care that their grandchildren are like that. But you got to almost guarantee that at least half the people are born into money are fuck-ups. You or, know, or they become fuck-ups, you know. No, I'm just saying in a sense that they just don't do, have anything to do. What do you do when you're so rich you don't have to work? That's a good question. I don't know that. They're like, well, I'm going to the Got Club. I'm going to go just be, get, get, get a rub down. And people are just going to like, just these people are just in constantly in a state of how, do they, how, how can they spend their money today? You know, and each day they have to come up with some way to spend more money. Or else what else are they doing? They're just like, what? I, I'm, I don't think that that's their, that's their job is to spend money. I'm just trying to come up with more ways to be able to take on the value meal, you know? Yeah, you're like the, you're like the kid's happy meal. He's like, that's a banquet right there for me, pal. That's a banquet. It's, it's Thanksgiving. I'm going there. I'm going for it. That's so a, do- a dollar twenty-nine. That's a McChicken right there. That's McChicken. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's like, he's like, got his feet back under him. He's feeling good now. I just had to nurse him back because, you know, like when someone goes out, to see on the snake oil. You gotta go, oh, hey, come on. Hey, pal. Hey, go, come on. I was back. I was floating for a little bit. Floating. No, no. And it's good. Once you get it, it's kind of like that mushroom buzz. You know, you ever eat mushrooms where you're terribly, like, absolutely terrified? Have you ever, have you, have you done mushrooms? No, the only time I, I, you know, I wasn't terrified when I was on mushrooms. I was hysterical when I was on mushrooms. They make you laugh. Yeah, but I mean, I guess for me, maybe I did a stronger ones or maybe more. And, um, you know, it's kind of like this thing where I, you know, because I used to work with them. And I was at this Ecom, this is a regular artist called Ecom House. Mm-hmm. I lost my shit in there. I was like, all of a sudden, it just got so weird. I, every place I stood in the club was like really fucking 
it's just like you're sitting there just you can't you can't find your spot you're feeling everybody's either looking at you or you're just you're just not comfortable in your skin ran out almost ran out, walked all the way home and then i was like fuck this i just paid to get in i want to go see the show and it was like but I, well, before that, I actually ran up to the bar and tried to down a couple beers to put myself like in a, a good place. Right. You know, you're kind of like, you're like, oh my God, I'm sorry for you. Pat a beer back. You're like, it's not working, kind of. Okay, let me do another one. And I was like, kind of crazy because then I was like, I did. I fled the club. And I mean, there's only a few situations where I really am like, I'm freaking out. I can't handle it. Rollers, I'm kind of like a heavyweight champ with that kind of shit. I can do it. But sometimes the buzz hits you and you're just like you just I gotta get the fuck out of here because I'm, I'm gonna hit the floor something's gonna happen I'm just feeling dizzy I walked out and came back and I had the best night of my life it was dancing once I got back there so mushrooms are saying sometimes things are like that with the with sneak oil too where you can either really it's like you know, okay, I heard ketamine's the same way have you ever tried that before ketamine that's like it's uh, like it's this tranquilizer it's, it's kangaroo tranquilizer that, right that shit numbs you up dude yeah, but actually it was really fun. You do it, you don't have to do a little bit more. And this guy's a douchebag. I'm not even going to call him by name, but uh, he actually did give me um, he gave me exact description of what my experience was going to be. Some Israeli like to do. You know, it was like um, a melting pot of, of intoxicants. And like, you know, uh, it was just that way. So every weekend him and his girlfriend would be doing, oh, no, we're doing we're mushrooms or, or smoking DMT, you know, doing something like that. No, I never smoked DMT, couldn't say. I only did DMT once, supposedly, that they said it was DMT. I heard, I heard it's like LSD for like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, think about it, if you're already tripping. And then you do that. That was crazy. I was in Nassau Coliseum out in uh, Long Island. And I was seeing this concert. And it just was just unbelievable experience of just, uh, you couldn't even, you couldn't see it in front of your face. You're hallucinating so much. So like, like for you, the, this is a lesson for you kids out there. I don't know if you guys see it, but let Roxy Roller do the drugs so you don't have to. That's over. That's but the PSA is brought to you by um, Rock and Rollers, Magic Snake Cole, and also uh, Rock and Roll. Uh, this has been a long night. It's been a long day, and I just woke up. Let me see. Like maybe if I can do it, you want to play another song, maybe for the people, or like keep talking. What do you want on your eyes? I'm probably gonna miss. I think she said it was at seven. I'm probably missing it already. Yeah, it's about time to bail here. Yeah, you, you gotta go. Yeah. Okay, he's got to go. He's going to. I might miss my wife's performance anyway. If any people out there, maybe I could try to make a run for it. Thank you for listening. I'm going to go ahead. Can you hit a, a nighttime playlist? This is Roxy Roller Radio Show signing off for now. We'll be back next week with way more or way less. We never know. That's the that's the excitement. That's the that's the splendor. That's the that is the glory of the Roxy Roller Radio Show. We'll be back soon. I hope. Wow, this is sad. One of the most depressing shit I've ever done. I gotta be honest with you guys out there. I hope you enjoyed it. It was fun seeing seeing uh, seeing the fish fry. Um, the helicopter's not circling overhead right now, or are they? It's getting weirder by the second. Uh, I think that snake oil is kicking in now. They're not looking for us yet. Yeah. All right, we'll be back uh, soon. Love you guys. Nighttime playlist for It's loading. Oh, it can't be loading right now. It's it's giving this a circle of death. <laughs> Fucking shit. Take it. It really is. It's like, there. Fuck this
Alright. <laughs> well, my favorite thing, this is another thing I believe in. Like, uh, when creditors call me, I oh, will God. fuck with them. And, and now, um, I think. Do you have credit card debt? You have debt? Uh, yeah, I, I have debt, but they, they won't call me anymore because I've just wasted so much of their time. And, you know, after seven years, it just resets, right? Does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no. but what you have to do is when they call you, you can't admit it's you. When they're like, hi, this is Pam Benjamin, you, you can't say it's, it's you. You don't have so to say I, it's not me. I couldn't answer the phone. This is Pam. That's how I always answer the phone. Right. You also have to change your uh, voicemail message. Wow. But uh, that's the thing I didn't know because my I, I would live to fuck with these people. They call me. And the only way you can really keep them on the phone is if you admit it's you. You know? Right. Because otherwise they want it. Otherwise they'll try to hang up and stuff. But like I, I knew exactly... So, so I, I. Who did you learn this trick from? Did you read well, it in a book? I, no, I just figured it out after they oh. kept calling me. And basically, look, I, a credit score is an imaginary fucking number, all right? It's not a real physical thing. It's an imaginary fucking number. I don't believe in credit scores. So you're not going to threaten me. They, they threaten me, oh, right. we'll fucking ruin your credit score. Go for it. I'm going for the world's lowest credit score. You know? And I just fuck it. I'd be like, how do you people sleep at night? Try, your, your whole job is to get money from poor people. You fuck it. For yeah. fucking rich corporations. You, you, you know, just going off. Yeah. Because I love that. A confrontation where there's no risk of physical right. uh, altercation. And they totally deserve it. Their, their job. I don't give a their fuck. I you know, to feed my family. Well, how about you do something that actually helps society instead of stealing money from four poor people? Yeah. Fucking douchebag. So I don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Because that's the thing. If you have a credit card, that means you don't have the cash to pay for something, which means you're poor. But it's not all. I never had a credit card in my life. And I probably never will because my credit score is so low. But uh, well, they'll give you a credit card. They just give you like a 18 or 19 percent interest rate monthly uh, combinant. So when you have a low credit score, you can get lower, lower interest because they know you'll pay it back. But otherwise, they keep you at a really oh, right, high interest right, right. rate so that you'll pay it off every month. And they try to scare you, but then it just keeps racking and racking and racking and racking. And that's when you say "fuck you" and then right. don't talk to them for seven years. Right. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but my stuff wasn't even credit card debt. It was like um, it was. Uh, there was a hospital thing. Oh, that, there was a that should be forgiven. That's not fair. I, I think I, I think yeah. hospital debt can't fuck with your credit score, but the, the creditors would still call me for the hospital debt. Sure, of course. And then it was shit for like unpaid, uh, y- y- you know, um, like yeah, trains or whatever, unpaid tolls and stuff. Oh, I just like to welcome y'all. To- well, that, uh, I, that's when I, because I looked at my actual credit report and uh, most of it was stemmed from those kind of things. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was never like I fucked. And I'd just like to welcome y'all to Afternoon Delight 6.9. Did he just say 69? Yeah, if you tuning in right now, you just on time. Oh, boy. It's a podcast. I don't know. Maybe you've heard of them. Perhaps you've been living under a rock, which brings me to... Uh, our hosts, we got Amanda Rocks. Amanda Rocks! Karaoke host from Oklahoma. Kind of makes me think of Oki from Muskogee. I think that was Merle Haggard. Anybody ever listen to Merle Haggard? We got uh, Sarah Late Ass Sparkles. They've been calling her Late Ass Sparkles because she's on time to everything and sparkly. So your motherfuckers gotta stop listening to me and start listening to these two females. And I mean, they're crazy. Like, you know, bad shit crazy. Get the kids to sit you know what I'm saying? Enjoy the show. 
Welcome to Afternoon Delight. This is Amanda Rocks. And Sarah Sparkles. And Delightful Dave. And back from the dead. Broken. Bob. <laughs> All right. So we got a whole studio full of people today. So many. So many. We can't see you waving. So <laughs> we are happy to call them our friends and our friends of friends and family. All right. So, I would say the old um, the old hats at this should go. And Russell, why don't we start with you out there, and you can tell us hello and who you are, even though I just did. Hi, everyone. Um, can you hear me? Yes, absolutely. Russell, back with the truffles, a smorgasbord of truffles for the hosts and the guests. Hell yeah, you just had like a run. A truffle smorgasbord of the weekend during St. Patrick's Day. Of the gargantuan birthday weekend with gargantuan truffles. And did we get the one from my house? From your house? From the house? I did bring a gargantuan thin mint truffle for you guys. Wasn't there one in the fridge? Yeah, but I made this one for you guys. Really? Yay. Oh, do we get to eat the one in the fridge? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm awesome. coming over. I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we'll need help with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so, so who's next? It's Critterbug. Hi, Hi Critter. Here with a bunch of kids. Yay. Ba-bum, bum, bum, I love it when you call me kid. <laughs> Even though you weren't talking about me. And who else do we got next? Talking to the mic. You can move it up to you. I'm Rihanna. Hi, Rihanna. Hi, and I'm Ken. I'm here to do some plugins. Ooh, sounds dirty. Sounds painful. <laughs> and who else? We have one of the birthday people from this weekend. <laughs> Hi, um, my name's Ray. How you doing, Ray? How was your birthday? My birthday was a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed it. Um, I have to say your your birthday truffle was my favorite of the birthday truffles. <laughs> I'm just saying. I would okay. agree with that. Hi, I'm John. I don't know why I'm here. Hello. Well, we're glad you're here to have fun, I hope. I mean, and if you don't, we're, we're, we're not. There was a big bang, and then. I don't know what we can do about that. And who else do we have? I know we only have four mics out there, but. Hi, I'm Jay. I just got out of the bathroom. Well, All hi, right. Jay. Hello, Jay. I hope everything came out okay. <laughs> we don't need a number or anything. I mean, don't even remind Did me you like the light bathroom. in there? It's d- just, just it was thoroughly right. enjoyable. Right? Everyone should go to the nice bathroom. Change. Seriously. Dude, I'm <laughs> At so, least once. I'm so bummed that I didn't get the disco <laughs> light on my fridge in my move. I forgot about it. I had, the, I had been LED. You open the, the fridge door and it just starts flashing different colors. My kids thought I was like super ingenious, but it turns out I just ran out of light bulbs. <laughs> so, but I forgot it. I'm, I'm hell bummed. So. Nice. And, and we also fridge. had just had Adriel walk in. Hi, Adriel. Uh, Adriel looks like Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat. And Katie's <laughs> on her way. Who did nice? Oh yeah, that's great. So um, the the group of you guys that are here, who, what are you, why are you here? Tell me what you do. Tell me about. What <laughs> you would answer that for us. That's you? that's a very good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, don't you do body casting or something? Oh, uh, yeah. So Really? Uh, Tell me about this. One thing that at least two of us do is we are on a shadow cast called the Body Cast. And what we do is that we perform the Rocky Horror Picture Show Ooh. twice a month. Um, the last Saturday of every month, we're up at the Clay Theater in San Francisco. And we just play the movie. We have a bunch of actors. We have a bunch of props. We have a bunch of costumes. Actors get in those, and they just act in front of the movie. It's great. We have props. Some of them are from the movie. Some of them are joke props. Um, and we have we just have a lot of fun. And we encourage the audience to participate. You know, yell at the movie. We 
we you like. could throw things. Yeah, I like you throwing things. Throw things <laughs> Not at the and blow stuff up. Serena <laughs> is expensive, but the cast is cheap. <laughs> throw, just throw your toilet. Sounds like our show. Oh, that, up and back. Up I couldn't and back. see. And at the actors. That's awesome. I've been waiting to go. I've been bugging Critter about Sometimes it like it is. forever. Can we make a field trip there? Yes. Where? I yeah, keep yeah. posting. For the Rocky Horror, remember I said? I know, but I'm not good at adult, Curdy. You know this. So. I can't hear you without when you're not on microphone and I have headphones on. Tell me. Into the bed, baby. I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? We Good. can hear you guys. We can't hear Gabriel talking in here. The show that we were talking about going to see to support that guy that came to visit, remember? Oh, yeah. I thought we were going to go to the show on Monday with... Um, we were, and no one got a hold of me. Um, like, this next Monday, I think, I totally is the last too. time that I it's going to be around. Well, what the fuck? We need to go. Yeah. Yeah, especially since I'm sitting on my chair, by the way, because I couldn't see y'all. <laughs> and I just don't care to see y'all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can actually see most of you. Even Ken that was my knee. Even Ooh. Ken through this little peep, peephole window right here. You see my eyes? <laughs> don't be afraid, but be, be afraid. Be very afraid. No, we, we've been waiting. Don't worry. Though. I'll be afraid for all of you. <laughs> Dude, you probably should. <laughs> I'm afraid for myself. You should be. I'm <laughs> just saying. I would say so. You know. Um, so, uh, just so you know, we actually hooked up. I'm a karaoke host. And, Woo, uh, she is. <laughs> and I brought karaoke today. Yeah. I've been bugging you to do this for, for so long. I actually brought a TV so people would be able to see the words, which is, like, unheard of for me to do, like, that. <laughs> the only time we've done that was um, at the rap battle. It's the only time we've had anything. Oh, at the other station we did. Karaoke. Oh, well, we're not talking about the other okay. station. Okay. Oh, right. Well, whatever. And I don't want to admit because it might be heard again. And, you know, <laughs> just let it. So, um, but when, to, when we do do the karaoke, we'll have to probably have you come in here to in, like uh, take turns type thing so you can see the words and I don't know. Can we just We kind of wing it. What? It's all Can good. Just go into the karaoke like we box. Well, it's only reaching so far to the electricity. Oh, it won't turn. Got it. <laughs> Got it. We have to work within the parameters exactly. of, of our reality here. Exactly. Excellent. Oh. I did not do that. Nice catch. Oh, very nice catch. Yeah. Oh. We are very unorganized. I believe it. That'll be $20. <laughs> At least. So the body casting. Um, when when's the next time? Uh, the next show is going to be March thirty first, Saturday at midnight at the Clay Theater. Where's that at Clay Theater? On Fillmore. Yes. On Okay. In the Filmo. I was I was really names. I'm kind of excited I, that you guys did actual body casting. So why don't we say on the thirty first, which is a Saturday? I actually, actually, I need to look at my Facebook events and make sure I'm not uh, double booking myself, which he does all. <laughs> I do all the time. Ken makes the actual they do show it is on Sunday. Is what? The actual show is on Sunday. We do we do midnight shows. Oh, that's right. Well, so, oh, it's on Sunday though. It's Sunday midnight. You know. Oh, okay. So I was gonna say on Sundays you I work. Have plans. <laughs> Karaoke at night. It starts at 11:55 Saturday night. Yes. Oh, well, I can do that shit. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I yeah. should be able to. I wanna be in it. I wanna be the stripper chick at the beginning. Uh, tr- <laughs> oh, Trixie. Yeah. Call me yeah, whatever you she want. Yeah, she saw the Katie strip. Yeah, it was, oh. it was awesome. Did you say I could call you whatever I wanted? You always call me whatever you want. <laughs> How do you think Sarah late asked Sparkles? Okay. Sarah Sparkles anyway was not my name. Yeah. Or my idea anyway. So, um, it was a dick. Oh, it's, I had them 
I'll turn around so I can look at them, but now they're just kind of staring at me. And <laughs> I know, but stare at each other. And it's Go. a little odd. I don't know. <laughs> but um, and I forgot to bring oh, the shirt wow. that you told me to bring. Are you kidding? I figured you would. But I still think you're very pretty and a nice person. So we have these Although comedy shirt, for, for um, festival shirts that from Mutiny, and I took two of them and I sewed them together to make it into she like a Siamese twin type thing. And then she was not there for it. So it did not get worn. So we still have these shirts that are sewn together, like to make two people into one of them. And I was going to bring it and I forgot. Siamese comedy twins. Yeah. But uh, we brought uh, we brought a gift for Delightful Dave. Actually, for Bailey. Did okay. you see? No, I did not. Oh. It's around his neck at the moment. <laughs> oh, it lights up. I it's like a light. Yeah, it's a you're, leash. You're lucky you got that because I tell you what, I was trying to figure it's out what outfit lighter. I was going to make with it. Like, yeah. that was almost my belt. Yeah, you, it's you a good belt. You don't see that, so... <laughs> What? I need a lighter. Or nothing. Um, I have to say a very special thanks to Critter and her her uh, litter and her crew Critter for <laughs> for tolerating me as Sarah. As you should shut up about that. I yes. love you, and you've been very welcoming. And she has been very, very, very warm to me in her home. So I feel like one of her own kids. She yells at me all the time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I it couldn't. Couldn't ask for anything better. Except sometimes Ken walks in, and I think it's Adriel, and I ignore him like, on purpose. Ken, well, that's just what you do with me. Uh, but I, I don't have that precedent set. I do that with him, see? And it was earned. What? But it wasn't earned by you. And then I wait, saw wait, your wait, shoes side, walk Sidebar, by. sidebar. What if, what if Ken just walks right in in his riffraff costume? And he's just like... <laughs> That would be amazing. You make yes. the most awesome riffraff, by the way. I can't imagine you playing any other part. Thank you. <laughs> it's Seriously. a typecast. I was, I was just surprised how long it took him to get there. I don't know. You played a really good tree, though. <laughs> I do. I play both roles very well. <laughs> swing both. <laughs> swing both. Carnivorous. So... What else? Thanks. Welcome to Afternoon Life. Yeah. Um, and we had um, St. Patrick's Day this last weekend. Yes, oh, yes. we did. It was a lot of fun. My 11th anniversary. Well, happy you 11th anniversary. On St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Well, golly, you must drink the Irish. I, I, yeah, I definitely brought the Irish to the wedding and the, and the drinking. Well, she brought the drinking, too, because she's Chinese. Excellent. Well, as long as somebody brought the drinking. Dun, Both dun, people, dun, even dun, better. I was at the bar at 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Yeah. Excellent. I you had, were late. And I was, you know what? And I was still at the bar at 1 a.m. You know, your boyfriend <laughs> is the person that bought me my singular only drink I had on St. Patrick's Day. So, tell him. Didn't I buy you a drink? Absolutely not. Yes, you bought me a Jameson that got left and drank by somebody else. <laughs> because oh. it never made it to me. Remember? It oh, was, shit. It was that's left right. on the bar and somebody else drank it. I apologize. I went, thanks. Thanks. It was really good in my mind. <laughs> in your mind. But I didn't make it count. Everything I made Jake buy me a Long Island. You could, have, you could have told Stephanie to put it up on the board. I paid in cash. I don't tell people what to do. Oh, I do. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we know Amanda. Not even my children. So I'm Amanda. Therein lies the problem. Yeah, I'm, I have no demand. We don't know me. what we're talking about today. <laughs> I feel like I was demanded recently. I want to know so more. Who's going to be the first person to sing? Uh, that'd mm. be me. <laughs> it's always Bob. Even if he's gimpy, he can sing. Oh, fuck this yeah. Is a, this is a very large... Uh, no. Adriel uh, well, yelling. I, well, actually, it'll be the both of us. Oh, really? Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh 
Just tease. That's what you are. The truth no, um, is, folks, I, like everyone I was is wondering if, um, I was wondering if you could record me singing this song. And it's going to be recorded just, on the radio. And then dun, you could just radio. play it on radio. your iPod. Just record it live. It's recording live right now. You can go back and listen to <laughs> it oh, any time you, you mean freaking want. And do I don't have to do anything out of the ordinary. I think Too he's shame. trying to take the critter and, and be like, can you play <laughs> me during your commercial breaks that are supposed to happen? Ooh. Yes. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I yeah. Yes, that's, so that's what I'm saying. I, I can't tell if you're blushing because your skin's all tan like, but <laughs> but I can tell you're blushing. I know, I'm definitely blushing. It's adorable. It, yeah. <laughs> By the way, I forgot my cigarette, so I'm going to smoke yours. Here you go. Thank you. Love you're you. welcome. Okay. Um, cigarettes I'm going to start you guys Hi, off Russell. with. Uh, Hi, Russell. Hi. Wait, wait. Back? Before we go to karaoke, Slowing Russell, what kind of um, Russell or truffles did you bring today? Oh, yeah. I brought a smorgasbord, but before that, I'd like to talk about our three-day birthday truffle, like, birthday... Shuffle. It's a St. Patrick's weekend. Okay. See, like, on Friday the 16th, Critter's daughter, Madeline, and see, she turned 22. Nice Shout out to So Madeline. I made t- two kinds of gargantuan truffles for her. It's a, actually, Ray's birthday was the day before, right? Okay. Yes. <laughs> and how old so you I had two truffles. Like one, Madeline's original plan was to have a gargantuan truffle made of chocolate in the inside. The outside was circus animal cookies. Yummy. And plan B. And plan B. I know. <laughs> and so I made another one, vice versa. So circus animal cookies inside Put plan and B in here, chocolate on the inside. <laughs> no which, one by the way, this weekend. No one at all. <laughs> I, I actually brought the replica, the demo ladies. of what it looks like. <laughs> okay. Yay. Can I eat one of those? Oh, yeah. So, and that was a lot of fun. So then on St. Patrick's Day, which was epic, and Norma, our, one of our good our carrier friend. friends. Yeah. Yes, it was her birthday. Was born on St. Patrick's Who Day. Who did not ever, she never wears green on St. Patrick's Day. I know. On her birthday. So. She looked um, good in red. She looked beautiful, but I pinched the shit out of her. So, sure. she, I gave well, her a gargantuan carrot cake, which is like <coughs> mouth-watering good. The yes, one you made for me for my yes. wedding. Yes. I got the first gargantuan truffle, didn't I? Yeah. I actually did. This is how much Norma loves me. I literally put green party beads around her neck, and for 13 seconds, she wore it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and so, and last but not least, Saturday, uh, Sunday, uh, Fisty, Fisty Christie's birthday. I'm so sorry I missed that, by the way. Uh, the 40s. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. What? <laughs> her name is Chris, but. Fisty Christie. We call her Fisty It's a long Christie story. There's a lot of Chris's around. it was earned, yeah. and yes, it's, it's like it sounds. Yeah. Okay. So. So her favorite was the crispy chocolate peanut butter, and she Ooh, didn't like the gargantuan one, the gargantuan ones, but she wanted like the tiny little ones, which was like, I gave her 50 for her birthday. That's Aww. perfect. She can share with <laughs> her class. And I do have plenty of leftover, so I'm trying to get rid of all the truffles today. Well, I'm, tell you I'm always happy to receive those two. I personally like the smaller right, ones. I, I do too. Um, I like. I mean, I love the big ones. Okay. They're awesome, but size is not always. Um, it's the motion the mo- of the truffles. It's not always the the biggest the size of the thing, ball, I get it. right? Mm. You know, um, it's not always bigger, better. Um, well, but no, sometimes I mean they're awesome. This Just is a, they're yeah. super fantastic. But I kind of like the bite size What I got ones. in my hand right now is a two-pound thin mint truffle. Whoa. It's it's like big boobs. You know, it's like any more than yeah. fits in your it's mouth. It's like an that, oxymoron. Exactly. Too much. Exactly. A two-pound thin mint. That's an oxymoron. But seriously, yeah. and and the I gotta get a knife for that and like. It takes like work to eat that, and I'm not into cooking. 
Cooking. <laughs> cooking. She thinks anytime she goes into the kitchen, if I have to not, it's cooking. If I can't just like eat cereal, you know, always cooking. And then it's cooking. Right. It's, Anything above cutting. cereal. So anyway. Russell, that's I love, cooking. I love you. The, your cereal. Any which way. I thank you all. So that was my weekend of. I'm now going to take a truffle break. Can I tell you you that again this or last week, I don't know if you brought any this week, but again last week for the second week in a row, I did not get any truffles that Amanda went home with. What? I gave you truffles the other day. When? You came and picked them up from my house. You were like, I am on keto. Oh, I did. I picked Don't up those. Don't you liar. Those <laughs> I, picked, I did pick up two truffles. Well, because she ate my last ones. I well, no, I, I ate two, and you ate two. There were only four. That's true. I take I ate that. my two. I take that back. And you take your two. What about the week Don't before? try trying that. I ate yours that week. Normally, I would eat shots. But you know what? I, I didn't have anyone cooking for me. Neither and did there was, I needed food. I can't resist the truffle he, either. That's why Russell I, kept me fed that week, okay? So you're I welcome. Eat truffles. Thank Excellent. you. Uh, speaking of which, if anybody wants uh, peanut butter jelly sandwiches, I have them outside. Ooh, I do. Actually, I'm like shaking hungry. I'm eating okay. first. I haven't eaten yeah. I got gummy bears. I need food or I'm going to perish. Uh, I do have some, gummy bears. Some say I've got At, at the first uh, musical break, we'll... And eyeliner. Musical oh, break? We, let's take a musical break. <laughs> it's karaoke. We got day. karaoke. Well, a karaoke you break. Make. Everyone wow, else can go take a break while whoever comes in and sings. That's going to be our music today. Yeah. Screw that. Oh, that's fucking cool. <laughs> we don't have time for music and karaoke. We don't have to plug in karaoke. any no. like, bands that aren't here. We that's are the bands. That's just absurd. Exactly. I'm a little scared, but... So you know? for the first music karaoke break, Bob, what were you Bob, wanting to sing? Play us out of here. How about Feel Us Still? I like that song. Okay, like, keep talking while I like type and stuff and okay. get it ready. I, uh, it's so <laughs> funny story about that. Um, <clears throat> I had the song stuck in my head for like three days, and I sang it to Amanda, and she's like, "Oh my god, I love that song!" And then she looked on karaoke version, and I'm like, "I'm pretty sure it doesn't exist." No. That was like the end of it. <laughs> she downloaded it, and then like we we talked on the microphone for like three minutes and thirteen seconds, and then boom, the song started. And I'm like, oh yes, I get to sing it now. And then she sings it now too. So do you guys get yes. that like rivalry thing? Uh, no, not necessarily. There there are points where um, where she just slaps me right on the chest, and she says, sounds I like her. Sing it. That sounds like her. Well, yeah. yeah I, so Adriel is very new to the karaoke biz, right? Very, oh, he's very a junkie new. Already. Oh, he's totally junkie. He's he got bit by the bug for Ooh. sure. But we get in like arguments. I'm I'm trying to teach him the etiquette of like you know. Carry by the me. way, there is no way on the planet that I'm gonna sing tricky with you because I sing that with Russell. That's yeah. and Ooh. that's done done deal. Tricky. Do you no know way. how many people feel like I'm cheating on them when I sing home or little talks? Well, I used to, but I've gotten used to you cheating on me, so I'm okay with. Well, I get used to you cheating on me too, going to other people karaoke when you're just like down the street well, for me. Oh. oh, he's only gonna be there two more shows, so I figured I had to support, and I oh. went to yours, didn't I? And I stayed, and I sang. I'm just giving you and shit. It sounded bad, and no, and not. you're welcome for that. <laughs> and I'm gonna. So how do we get these people loosened up? Does anybody have a joint or something? I got truffles. I got Seriously. a smorgasbord of munchies for everybody. Get them high on. Are you, guys, are you ready, please? Bob, are you ready? Yeah. Uh, I can barely see the monitor, but yeah. Oh, I like your well, hair today, Bob. That's all I got. It's like you see the door. It's it's your 
You're fine. Yeah, stand I know. Up. Fine. Oh, that's right. You can't stand up. You're on crutches. Bob. I could be on crutches. We don't specially accommodate those <laughs> on crutches. No, no, no. I'm fine. I'm fine. Fact, we I've, I've, su- I've sung we enough to where I specifically kind of don't need the word. Uh-oh. Show off. Yay. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh no, don't, don't even try no, to do that. No, 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 no that's oh, not no. going to end well. Oh, this looks like a no. Oh. Oh dear god. It's on a ledge. I don't know if y'all know yet, but it's you don't tell Demand. It's also on a boat. No. <laughs> you don't tell her no. Or else <gasps> it's you'll regret it. Clearly I've told her no. <laughs> that is I don't You don't even anymore. know how stable that is. Like, also that is very good. Right? It's on a ledge. It's you on a ledge. It's this no, wide. Mm-hmm. Now I And it's on no, this thing that's like it's not going nowhere. I will also only say it's going down. It is not. Well. No, it's not. <laughs> Unless it was an earthquake. And it's already broken. So it you know, kind of already broken. It's already broken. Something, so if, if it falls, I will just say I will go get a freaking new monitor for them. And they'll be like, yes, because ours is broken. <laughs> but it's not going to go anywhere. It sounds like half the things that existed in my childhood. <laughs> and in this radio station. Things that are <laughs> broken <laughs> and things that don't exist. <laughs> There's at least two like, broken like versions of things is that, working. What mean? is that what you mean? I don't know if this oh, is going to work. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I grew up in the suburbs. <laughs> yeah, we know about you, Bob. We don't take you seriously, trust me. I've asked. Yes. I'm just Good. kidding. I love you. I love you, too. Um, How many polls have you taken? I take lots of polls. <laughs> Four. But only recreationally, not for okay. any, any sort of, you know, academic purpose. No. All the polls. Oh, that was, that was sudden. Well done. Uh, I thought you were born ready. This is fucking fucking song, I will start it over, but I didn't know if it was going to play, how loud it was going to be. So give me one second. Okay. says it could be louder. Hold on. Excellent. Thank you. Shout out to Laura. I love you. Thank you for the shrimp. Thanks for the candies, Laura. Laura. They were pretty good. Start over. Yay. Introducing Bob Hilario, also known as Bobblehead.
Sparkles and I said, think that we should sing a song together. But you guys can take, you don't have to sit here and watch it because we're not going to have a music break in a three hours is a long time. We're not very interesting. If, if you guys at any time need to take a break to go outside or to get food across the street or a drink or a bathroom, we're just going to be. Or a blowjob, like around the corner. What? 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 Oh, you didn't know about that? Bob. You had me at job. What? Uh, you had me at job too. I can't keep. So on. Sarah Sparkles, what did you Hello. want to sing with him? I don't know. What do you, What do you think? Do you want? Come on, Eileen for Bob because he's such a leaner now. <laughs> oh my goodness! I would love that. Or or, or we could do um, um, little talks, or we can do home, or we can do um, bad reputation, or we can do don't go breaking my heart, or we can do you know I don't know don't go breaking whatever you're in the mood for. You're the boss. My, oh, okay. This is your show. Make the decision. You, oh, you guys can better. still hear? Yes. Okay, because I couldn't hear for a I second. apologize about that when I sing. Okay, to talk amongst yourselves for a moment. Tell us again about body casting. Body casting, the verb. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, so uh, what, 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 what question you got for us? What's the, what's the casting process? Amanda, you know they're casting not actually casting process is that right we now. tell our directors, hey, I'm available um, on this week to do the thing. And they're just like, hey, guys, here's casting. Today we're just going to play Riff. Ken's going to be Tree. He's going to – he's actually going to be everybody on the actoring list. He's just going to be in a bunch of shedding costumes, multiple costumes <laughs> labeled on, on top of each other. Um, but no. I think I'd like to so clear up a miscommunication, right? Like, like, I don't know. At first, I thought, like, literally I was excited about body – plaster casting yeah. yeah we legit had plaster caster in the making here well and by the end of the night tech crew does need to be put in a body cast because of <laughs> that sounds like my kind of show doing all the heavy lifting and pushing. catching actors catching actors do they fall you mean like dirty dancing like when Patrick Swayze has to pick up the girl, and then uh, no one puts refreshment in the corner. Sometimes if we're doing like a special entrance, but no, actors will just fall. Tech people will fall. Everybody falls because it is dark. after dark. midnight. It's dark. Hopefully, you got a good buzz on. Unofficial, unofficial, unofficial. unofficial. Okay, you guys know I drink when I work, right? All the yes. time at karaoke. Um, yes. So I might have spilled some tequila into uh, my uh, computer uh, last uh, night, or some might have gotten spilled. I'm just gonna say my computer, computer is is like glitchy, being kind of glitchy. Like the mouse doesn't want to work real well uh, at uh, this point. So just FYI, it's like it's not like I, I was trying so hard to turn it up. Okay, but the mouse wouldn't go there, and it kept like popping back to the other place, and I'm like, 
If you if you want to you try know. this USB you know, mouse. You know, the cure for that is that you give your computer plenty of water so that they don't get a hangover. <laughs> I'm just saying, just so I'm trying really it's hard, and it's that. like fucking with me is what it's doing. And then if you want, if you want to try this mouse. Not really. Not okay. Right. All right. <laughs> she said no. If that wasn't clear. No. Yeah, I'm clear. So, it's cool. No means no. No, no means no. <laughs> Her, her, her so, mouse, her right. So I had this idea today for yeah, a new. Uh, I got it ready. For a new game. See, I knew if we were going to be talking about, it, we'd start talking about, it and then it'd be ready. Yes, that's yes. just how Sarah it works. Sparkles, are you ready for your song? I didn't even tell you what we're going to sing. No, but thanks. I really enjoy that. Okay, you're I welcome. I don't get stage fright at all. <laughs> it's good. I love a don't worry. Trust me, I'm a karaoke host. I'm gonna my I'll be the boy. What? I'll be the girl. Oh gosh. All right. Oh yeah. Hey, Bob. This is the one I was talking about. I love about. this song, but I don't sing it very well. But that's all right. Don't go breaking my heart. I might. I couldn't if I tried. Yes, I could. Oh, honey, if I get restless. Baby, you're not that kind. Don't go breaking my heart. You take the weight off of me. Oh, honey, when you knock on my door, who I gave you my key. This is way easier with Jameson, I'm just saying.
Sarah Sparkles. Sorry, everybody out there. I learned from my first show. <laughs> Love Shack. Remember Love Shack with two people, both of them being us? No. Remember? Well, do you remember Love Shack when I thought oh. had the brilliant idea that everyone take a verse? Oh. oh. Or it was like every other line or something. <coughs> Before we had Adriel, Adriel really kills it at and Love Shack. I think he should sing. People did not oh, play along. <laughs> didn't play along. They did not play along. I hate it when people don't follow the rules. Yeah. Right? Insubordinate assholes, I say. It was like three-year-olds on the soccer field. Call my kids. <laughs> So, see, like how I did the whole thing with one eyebrow? I, good. Oh, you can't see. I, I can't see. You look beautiful. Like, I need glasses, <laughs> though. So she thinks I look good with one eyebrow and I can sing. So I see no wrinkles, by the way, on people. Thank like, guys are all God. just like, yeah. I think it's the avocado. Thank you. So you are saying I look really pretty right now. <laughs> you were, yes. Thank you. You are very beautiful. Thanks. Oh, yeah. God. So uh, I would like the fact yes. that you were able to sing that entire song and put on makeup during. I, if I can drive, do makeup, eat, and and like Raise yell at my children. son, I think I can I can do most things. I can I'll, do anything I put my mind to. I can't do anything really well, but I can do a lot of things ooh, at once. Ooh, ooh. I guess I made some new paintings. She did. I got to see them. Yes. Do I, do I get to name them? No, you do not. You don't get to have anything. Uh-uh. <laughs> did you have no idea? She's she's like you haven't seen the paintings. Look at them really directly. Well, I had someone like last do night. Do not stare listen. directly into the So I was out in the back at the swinging door, and I was like showing someone the paintings on my phone. I was like, look at my paintings. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, this guy who was like listening but kind of looking, and he kept looking, and he goes. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not okay. What are you thinking? But yeah, he was like, really, like, are you okay? Just because, you know, it's got like this bunny yeah. killing uh, a yeah. unicorn yeah. and rainbow blood. <laughs> He's running. It's natural. No. And, 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 like, and, and like squirrels and you know. Yeah, it's a nature scene. You, you wanted to <laughs> trying to trying to code to see if you were safe. Yeah, right? No, I mean, he was like, are you okay? No, like, like mentally. Like, something you need to say. Yeah, like. You can't. It's, it's therapeutic. I mean, if you look at my paintings at, at the first glance, if you don't like look at them too hard, they look like kind of happy, yeah. like bright, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Mm, 
yay, kind of. And then you see the homicide. And then you see the homicide <laughs> in them. And, and, yeah. and the bloody body parts. So it's a hallmark moment. It really is. Yeah, your yeah. paintings are very like late night adult swim, like 2 a.m. adult swim. I was, yeah. Yeah. So the newest one I did, I finished was like, um, it's squirrels. Mm-hmm. And you know how, have you ever seen the game Duck Hunt? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it has like ducks Dang. and, you know, it's got a little, um, not really maybe not duck hunt, but it has like bullseyes on them, you know, and they're like going across like a game at a carnival type thing, except these are squirrels, right? And they're squirrels and they're on these little branches and then they're holding something and then there's like a slingshot at the bottom to hit the squirrels, you know, like <laughs> I was kind of excited about it. And then, oh, I got the, my newest one beside that I'm work, currently working on is where you've got the dead unicorn, right? And it's good. The bunny in the Captain Morgan pose, you know, with like his leg up. Oh, right. Yeah. Like conquest of, on on the unicorn, the unicorn, right? And got a, you know, like a flagpole in its hand with a pirate bunny flag on it. Hmm. Yeah. Because we all know what a pirate bunny flag looks like. Right. And then the, uh, in the other hand, it's got, it's got, it's holding a dead squirrel Captain upside Morgan. down by its tail. Like I'm reaching out and be like, here. So those squirrel. Those of you who don't know about the squirrel reference, what, what the hell is she talking about? Oh, that's about? right. Yes, the squirrel. So reference. I'm gonna keep catch you up, and I don't even care but it about says life. You see, it says life. Well, so she just went through a breakup, kind of, and but Aww. for real, for real, felt all the feels, and um, and then discovered in the midst of this a really super yeah. awesome talent for painting. I started for painting walls. <laughs> for walls. Um, well, the talent was there, just the need was the need, raised. You know how risen. heartbreak and love. <laughs> like like instigate art right inspire yes. art so this was that first one and um so now they're back together yay but like still the homicidal bunny uh, yeah. squirrel like, thing i got these pictures in my head i gotta get them out yeah, exactly. and the squirrel is they were gonna adopt a squirrel and they actually did have a squirrel that comes to our house every day mm-hmm. and they made they have squirrel feeders they built a thing into their window it's really gone quite far and so the, all the squirrel references are t- regarding their pet squirrel well, yeah. named fuck what was his name what was his name Nutter, Nutter Butter Nutter Butter, Nutter Butter right. that's right he was delicious we still have multiple Nutter squirrels Butter. that come to our house and, and come into the kitchen to get nuts do, do you I recognize Nutter, Nutter Butter Nutter I don't know about I just quite think you're a bad squirrel mom wait no I know there's Even a black one sports. there's like a there's several different there's ones there's a tan one are, yeah I mean there's, there's several some. different ones but I don't Nutter Butter I don't know if he's okay because hmm. he, I don't perfect he, quick, he was coming around like every day oh, like, like we could tell Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it disappeared. <laughs> well, I was talking to Jake about that, and I reminded him what season is it, it is. So he might not be by for a while. Oh, well, I hope he's okay is my thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, because we still have squirrels that come to our house every day. Like a couple. Several. To and go eat out of the horse head? They still will not eat out of the horse has, head. Has that been hanging from your hammock this whole time? Because yes. Because I saw this, like, disembodied horse head, like, hanging from the hammock, kind of a few inches above yeah. the ground, and I'm like... Huh. And then I forgot. I forgot that like I knew exactly what it was. Yeah. It just looked oh. fucking weird. Like, the squirrels just come and hit it. I think well, they just and knock the nuts out of it, so they don't have to put their head up into the horse head. They're smarter wow. than that. Because the, the Stanford thing. ones, the Stanford squirrels, the black ones. Oh, so well, one of them is, but the other yeah. ones are regular ones. But it, that inspired my one part of my paintings that I just did, and it's got like the unicorn dead head, you know, but with a squirrel going up into it, like it's wearing it. I'm just saying. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm not. Saying, I'm crazy, but I'm not dangerous. Fun that's here okay. Today, okay. Then, I don't know. You're doing something wrong. <laughs> I'm just. I'm. I'm almost got this whole set done though. I know. I'm glad you could use my my cake. Um, design things right like seriously like i have these like cake top things that you like i don't know shake powdered with sugar over it. it's like a stencil basically with a brain on it it's got a no no that's my jello mold <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanksgiving would just isn't the same without a i used jello mold. sugar or um, powdered sugar design things stencils on my wall right they're for Paint. like cake so they have like there's like hearts going out and there's like stars and there's polka dots and stuff and she's gotten really creative with my cake decorating it's things very, it's very Right. So who's going to be yeah. the next to sing? I, I think it's going to be Russell and Critter. Me and Critter, another duet, um, Lincoln Park. Okay, awesome. I'm going to have you guys come in here. Okay, um, I'm going to have to have probably Dave and Bob. I know Bob, you're having a hard time walking, but oh, I, I, know. I, can, I can, I can move. Okay, take so, me out. I'm, but it's going to take a second. I'm trying. So I need, well, I need two microphones in it'll, here it'll and, take and headphones. Than me. Here, take my mic. And while you're singing, guys, I'm actually gonna go take a break. I'm gonna run out there and stuff. Careful, it's really windy. Okay. I need, gotta get, get my Pokemon on. You know. Super windy. Just take your Pokemans for a walk. Oh, well, no, right? There's a gym right there. Is a thing. And I think that there's actually a raid going on. So. Raid them. Yeah. Take exactly. their stuff. Do whatever Pokemon will, do. It's not take their stuff. It's I will go beat them. Yeah. <laughs> fight them. Kick them. Okay. So what Lincoln, Lincoln Park song did you say? Uh, we're going to do Somewhere I Belong. Oh. That's a good one. Oh. You take the mic out of the stand, I bet. Raise your headphones. Put up. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, by the way, isn't wasn't it Chester's birthday yesterday or today? Oh, fuck. You have to remind me about that? Damn it. Now I'm back in mourning. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. I would say it's not his birthday. I was mad for a long time. <laughs> I was mad, now I'm sad. very old, right? No, he was only like, what, 41, 42? Yeah, something like that. So like my age, is that what you're saying? Pretty much. <laughs> Take it out. Is your mouse messing up again? Give it more tequila. So John, talk, tell us about tell us about your films. Hey, John, tell us about your films. Oh yeah, so I make movies, and I just finished one. So I'm gonna shamelessly plug into the mic now. Uh, uh, the movie's called Third Law. It's a dark comedy slash crime thriller. Uh, there's there's some romance in it, so if you're into that. Uh, if you want to know more about it, uh, you could follow me on Instagram at John Chris Lopez. Awesome. And uh, you'll all your dreams will come true. Thank you. <laughs> so out of every single dream will come true. Every see. single one. So are we going to see it at one of the um, San Francisco film festivals? Uh, hopefully, uh, I won't find out until later in the year. So we'll see. Well, good luck with that. Oh, thank you. Because I hope it gets entered in Labor Day. Because I go to the Telluride Film Festival in Colorado every Labor Day weekend, mm. and these are the films like most likely to get into the Oscars. And you have like film makers, film critics, and movie buffs, like a whole trifecta 
come into this uh, small mountain town in the middle of nowhere. But it's a great place to get away from it all. And you have every celebrities, including like Leonard Maltzen, the film critic, and Werner Herzog, the documentary filmmaker. Werner Herzog? We actually have a theater. We actually have a theater uh, named after him. It's actually a hockey rink that I work in. So they they customize it into an actual movie theater. You can put 650 people in there. So it would be like my... Fifth, sixth year of going back there. So, I guess I'll submit. Nice. All right, you guys ready? Ready. Your mics are on. All right, here we go. And Katie is just getting off the freeway. Inside of me, oh, that they can see the wars were built. It's only only real thing I got left to feel. Nothing to lose, just stuck, hollow, alone. And the fault is my own, and the fault is my own. I wanna heal, I wanna feel what I thought was never real. I wanna let go of the pain I felt so long. Break all the pain till it's gone. I wanna heal, I wanna feel like I'm close to something. Nothing to say, I can't believe I didn't fall right down on my face. I was confused. Looking narrow only to find that's not the way I had imagined them in all of my mind. So what am I? What do have but negativity? Cause I can justify that everyone is looking at me. Nothing to lose. Nothing to gain. Hollow alone. And the fault is my own. And the fault is my own. I wanna heal. I wanna feel. What I thought was never. the pain till it's gone. I want to heal. I want to feel like I'm close to something real. I want to find something I've wanted all along. Somewhere I belong. I will never know myself until I do this on my own. I will never feel anything else until my wounds are healed. I will never be anything till I I want to heal, I want to feel like I'm close to something real. I want to find something I've wanted all along. 
Thank you. And Thank denied. you, Russell. <laughs> Okay. We're here. Yep. I would push buttons and make things happen, but I don't know how it can happen. <laughs> I think we're going to need help with the board. I'm turning up the mics. All the way? Past the black? No. Oh, yeah. Just two blacks. Two blacks. Match it? Yes. What? Smarter than I look. <laughs> All right. Everyone's mics are on out there, so don't talk about things you don't want to be hearing on the air. It's like the most frightening one. That's uh, but do talk. For meat? Yes, for meat. Into the mics. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> I think we have dead air. Okay. All the hosts are out of the studio. But that's okay, because uh, there's us, right? We could sing another song. <laughs> I don't know. She's got the list going, and I don't want to deviate from the list, but I think Adriel would like to sing. Yeah. Adriel should sing. <laughs> he did um, Last Resort last night. Mm-hmm. Papa so Roach. fucking good. Yeah. It was awesome. Everything oh, okay. is really good, actually. It's really yeah, kind of irritating. <laughs> I can work for that shit. If I don't feel like I can even go hey, close to sing, I will ice ice baby the Hey, Amanda, are we going to do our fortunes this night, Don? Oh. Oh. Yeah, we could do fortunes. I we got some fortunes. Yeah. I don't touch Amanda's things. Uh, yeah, more stuff. people coming as we speak. <laughs> no. Pam is not here at the moment. Uh, What's the next song? Because I got a song. You can hang out if you want. I hope Pam is here soon because I want to talk to her. Are <laughs> not here this week? I don't know why they didn't want to talk to us. We're very delightful. Well, Laura, why does Russell always miss your birthday? Why does Russell? <laughs> what, what birthday? <laughs> Laura's birthday. She's she's suggesting a subject to talk about. So very good job on your song, guys. Oh, okay. guys. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I was outside showing you pictures of my paintings. <laughs> and you yes. have. And out of curiosity, where did you get the peanut butter sandwiches? Oh, they were in a bag out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just eat food, bag food. Russell, you can you can have the last one. Oh, I'm I'm coming out right now. And they're crunchy peanut butter. I like it. All right, so. Oh, okay, so my headphones are now gone again. Um, <laughs> headphones are not working. Headphones aren't working. Someone talk. I, the microphones are still working. I'm Gimpy. <laughs> this is Gimpy. Um, my name is Adriel. I'm going to give a shout out to Dev. And Hi, Dev. Dev and Steve Hayes, DJ Purple. Um, his la- one of his last two nights last night, we, we started at kind of cheating on Amanda, but um, it's been a long time since I've seen Dev sing karaoke. He, he used to be part of a, a improv troupe. Okay. Thing. He's really good. So, so it was nice to have him there and kind of kind of cheered me on too. So that was really fun. Thanks, Deb. All right. So I guess we have everyone here now, and we have yeah. someone new join us. Want to say hi? Oh, hey, it's Katie. Katie, get on the mic, damn it. Say hi. When did Katie walk in? Hi there. It's one of Critter's litters. Critter's litter. Yeah, yeah. Almost the whole litter. Um, the she she wants child. to draw on my face. All right, so one thing I can promise you at Afternoon Delight is we will tell your fortune, and you will get a gift out of the bag. And it'll okay? be a weird gift. It's I don't know what's in here, really, honestly. Um, <laughs> You never know. I think the butt plugs are gone now, though. 
I think Those so too. got fought over so fast. Wanna, it was insane. Do you were, were you I want another whoopee cushion. Were you there? There were I like three, and I think you had them all, didn't you? I got or two I, of them. I had bought three, and I think I put two in the bag and gave one to my son, which he promptly broke like you did. No, I still have mine. How many? Two. You still have both? I thought yeah. you popped one. No, the other, the other one is... Well, actually, I gave it to Caroline. Maybe <laughs> she, she popped, popped it. I was going to say, she probably popped it. But um, she, you, you and her have the same birthday, right? Or like a day apart? No, we have the same exact birthday right down to the same exact minute. And that's why we're No way. Yeah. Different year, though. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, I'm a huh. You look a little rough around the edges for <laughs> 24. <laughs> well, but only I'm maybe 25. In a very nice way, she says that. In a very nice way. Oh, you guys. Mm. I'm very flattered. <laughs> I don't know why I have to be nice all the time. Is everyone Everybody in the family has to jabs, man. But I'll take it. What? 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 Hi, Katie. Katie also oh, no, is part of the body. No. Body cast. Uh, the body cast. Body cast. What? Uh, Who? I, I, said, I said I was saying that Katie is also part of the body cast. She is. Um, that we're going to take a field trip and see. She does. She plays Trixie. I do. I do security and I play Trixie and occasionally Rocky as well. Well, more than occasionally lately, actually. Girl, if you ever need a body double or like a stand-in, I don't know how to strip, but like I could figure it out <laughs> probably, maybe. Me too. I think there's a join.bodycast.com. Really? Wow. Yeah. If you you're in your 40s, can you still play? You are completely welcome awesome. to join cast. You can do whatever you want on there. Excellent. Just fill so out an application, sign your name. Do whatever you want like on there. I put oh, your ever, Trixie ever strip on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. I was very impressed. So right now, Amanda Rox is distributing the last of the cards. I still haven't got one, but she always forgets me, and that's fine. <laughs> but um, and Katie is pi- picking out of the white elephant bag something. Surely exciting. Wow. Ooh, thank you. And Adriel just shared an orange with me, and I'm excited about that. Way Thank to go, Katie. You. Getting the worst prize ever. She got the worst prize ever? You're always welcome. I think beauty is How in corrupt. Man, this is the first video, man. We need to crank it back up. We need your bromes out there, man. You know what I'm talking about? 30s and polish, everything. Put your pimping down, man. What's up? I'm with that. I'm with all that. But I'm telling you what we need to do. We need some space futuristic type things. You know what I'm saying? Let's do that. Okay. They scared of that. It's that time, folks. Let's do it. All right, then. Let's do both of them.
Got to a station, hit my destination. She got off the bus, the conversation lingered in my head for hours. Took a shower, kinda sour, cause my favorite group ain't coming with it. But I'm with you, cause you're probably going through it anyway. But anyhow, I went and died, went on out and bought it, cause I thought it would be jamming. But examine all the flaws, get walls, get off lit, sand and it's costly. But that's all shit. Wrote, and I hope I never have to float in that boat. Up, freak, it's sweet, it's the last quote that I wanna hear when I'm going down. When all said and done, and we got a new Joe in town. When the record player get the skipping and slowing down. This should be mic number four. Fucking perfect. I love that sound. That's fucking beautiful. Me talking to an empty room. Hopefully it'll be full by eight o'clock. We'll see.
Red. <laughs> 